Hello. Welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The Forbidden Statue, and it takes place during the time of Season 3, shortly after Mama had been recreated by the Crown of Creation. And when she was recreated by the Crown of Creation, it took all of her energy and beauty and power, and all of Versa's energy and beauty and power, plus the power within the crown itself. So it made a more powerful Mama, but because she had absorbed some of Versa's energy and some of the bad energy that was left over inside the crown of creation, she was a little bit more jealous and petty for a while. Mama appeared to the animals one day and said, mm, I need you to go on a quest for me. Kitty said, we will do whatever you want, Mamma the most marvelous. Bunny rolled her eyes. Mm, the pine tree stick people have made a statue of a beautiful goddess. Doggy said, well, that sounds nice. Mm, it is not nice. It must be a statue of me, and no one is allowed to represent me in art. Mm, Doggy said, why not, Ruffy? Mm, because it is blasphemous. No work of art could ever hope to represent my true beauty. Mm, doggy said, oh, you need to destroy that statue. Bunny said, uh, Mama, don't you think that's kind of harsh? Mm, you must not fail. And then she floated away. Kitty said, okay, Meowmy, we've got our mission. Let's go destroy that statue. Bunny said, I don't want to do that. Mara said, me either. I have a geology book I want to finish reading. Kitty said, oh, that's not as important as going on a quest for Mama. Mer shrugged. Bunny said, I don't believe in destroying anybody's art. I don't want to destroy that statue. She looked at Kitty and said, and unlike some animals, I think for myself, I don't do everything Mama tells me to do. And then an uncomfortable silence fell over the group. Doggy went, um, <clears throat> well, Ruffy, uh, maybe we could just ask the pine tree stick people if they'd mind destroying the statue for us. Kitty said, no, Mama was clear. We need to blow it up. I'll go see if there's any dynamite left in Whisker's old room. So she went to Whisker's old lair and found some sticks of dynamite lying around. And she put them in her backpack and said, okay, Doggy, let's go. Go get the others. Oh, uh, it's just the two of us, Ruffy. Bunny and Murr still say they're not going. Kitty said, wow, guess they don't like being heroes. Is that what we are, Ruffy? Of course, Meowmy. Let's go. The pine tree stick people lived pretty close to yesterday's macaroni. It was only a short walk through the woods to get to their main village. Kitty and Doggy arrived in the main village just before lunchtime, and a pair of guards met them at the gate and bowed. You must be Kitty Karate and her loyal puppy friend, two of the mighty warriors who fought the pumpkin. You are considered great heroes in our land. Kitty said, well, thank you, Meowmy. And then she thought, hmm, maybe they'll make a statue of me someday. Maybe it will be even bigger than the statue of Mama, wherever that is. And then a tall, lovely stick woman with a crown of flowers approached them with a smile. I am Queen Gara, the leader of the Pinya Ten. Welcome to our humble village. Thanks, Meowmy. The queen said, of course, we don't usually allow talking animals to come here. There is a prophecy that says that one day the forest will be destroyed because of a talking animal. Doggy said, oh yeah, that's the prophecy about... Oh, Kitty kicked him. Doggy said, I mean, uh, yeah, I've, I've heard that prophecy. 
Queen Gaara said, Obviously it's not one of you two heroes, so both of you are welcome here. Doggy said, Thank you. After all, you defeated the Slurkworm Tyrant and fought the pumpkin. How can we ever show our gratitude? Doggy said, Well, we do like feasts thrown in our honor. The queen said, Then we shall throw a great feast for you. And her people cheered, Hooray! Kitty looked around. She still couldn't see the statue of Mama anywhere, but she knew she'd find it eventually. The Pine Tree Stick people prepared a great feast for their guests. They served red berry cakes, salad greens, sunflower seeds, walnuts, honey cake mushrooms, and roasted cicada exoskeletons. Doggy ate heartily, but Kitty mostly just picked at her food. Queen Gara said, I'm sorry, we're vegetarians. We don't believe in killing. We don't have any meat for you to eat. Kitty said, I understand, Miami. But then the queen passed her a plate of cooked mushrooms and said, These taste a little like chicken, I hear. Kitty went, ah, sure. She took a little nibble. Oh, wow, Miami, they do taste like chicken. And then she gobbled up the rest. <laughs> After the meal, the queen said, You two are welcome to stay amongst us as long as you'd like. Kitty said, thank you. Say, do you happen to have any, you know, I don't know, uh, statues? The queen said, oh, we do. We have one amazing statue. We're very proud of it. It's a statue of Mama, the queen of the forest in the sky. And my son, Prince Shakari, made the statue. He's almost finished. She just needs to carve Mama's name into the base. Come see. She led the animals into a clearing near the village. And there stood a tall statue of a beautiful goddess. She looked like an angel, more lovely than a thousand sunsets. Doggy said, that's amazing. You must be so proud of your son. Queen Gara said, I am. He's always been an artist, but this time he's really outdone himself. Oh, here he comes now. And then a handsome young stick man walked up to the group and he said, hello, I'm Prince Shakari. Kitty said, I'm Kitty Karate and this is my sidekick, Doggy. Prince Shakari said, yeah, I know who you are. I'm so honored to meet you. Doggy said, what made you decide to make a statue of Mama? Oh, I really love Mama and how good she is for the world. I wanted to honor her. Doggy said, well, Ruffy, I think you did a great job. But Kitty didn't say anything. That evening, the stick people threw another feast in the animal's honor. And they had a big party with dancing and singing and storytelling around the village bonfire. They showered the animals with gifts and compliments. After the party, Kitty and Doggy retired to their little guest huts on the edge of the village. And around midnight, Kitty woke Doggy up and said, Okay, Miami, let's go. We gotta go blow up that statue. Oh, Ruffy, I don't think we should. Mama said we have to. Doggy said, You know what? I refuse. Kitty went, Well, the old Doggy would have helped me. Doggy said, You know what? I'm not the old Doggy, you big meanie. And then he ran out the door and ran into the night. Kitty went, What? Since when did he get a backbone? Ah, I guess I'll have to blow up the statue by myself. So she headed to the statue and placed the sticks of dynamite around it. But then she realized she didn't have anything to light the fuses. So she crept back to the embers of the town bonfire to grab a burning branch. Prince Shakari was sitting alone by the fire. He smiled when he saw Kitty. Kitty, you are such a hero to me and my people. Are all the stories true? Did you really defeat the Swamp Dinosaur Army and fight the pumpkin and vanquish Versa, the false mamma? Uh, yeah, Meowmy. The prince's eyes were shining. You've actually met mamma, the real mamma? 
Yeah, meow me, many times. Wow, I'm so glad you got to see the statue I made. And then Shakari begged Kitty to tell stories about her heroic exploits. So Kitty told stories all night. And when morning came, they were both exhausted. But suddenly the queen and her entourage rushed up to them. Something horrible has happened. Kitty said, what? Someone has placed sticks of dynamite around the statue of Mama. <gasps> Everyone gasped. Kitty tried to act surprised too. Queen Gara said, what evil being would do such a thing? Kitty, we need your help to find this horrible villain. A royal guard looked around and said, wait a minute, where's the hound dog? Kitty said, uh, he went home last night, I think. The guard said, maybe he was the one who was trying to blow up the statue. Shakari said, how could you even suggest such a thing? Kitty and Doggy would never do something like that. Sorry, your majesty, said the guard. Kitty stayed silent. That night, Kitty grabbed the last sticks of dynamite from her backpack, and she crept through the dark forest to the statue. But now there were guards posted there. One of them said, hey, what are you doing here? Kitty said, oh, meow me, I was um, just making sure no bad guys were coming around to destroy the statue. The guard said, oh, thank you. You're such a good hero, Kitty. Hey, do you want to guard the statue with us? Kitty said, mm, you know what? Yeah, but why don't you two go take a break? I can protect the statue for you by myself. Just lend me one of your torches. The guard said, really? Thank you. And then they left and went home. As soon as they were gone, Kitty took out the sticks of dynamite, and she grabbed the torch and got ready to light the fuses. But suddenly, Doggy stepped out of the shadows, and he was wearing his stupor suit. Kitty went, ah, oh, you scared me for a minute there. Hey, good idea with the stupor suit. We can use that to destroy the statue if the dynamite doesn't work. I'm glad you came back to help me. Doggy said, oh, I didn't come back to help you. I came back to stop you. And then he used his super breath and blew out the torch. <sighs> Kitty said, hey. Doggy stood tall and said, care to fight me? Kitty said, what? Doggy, what's come over you? I don't want to hurt these people in their statue. Kitty said, oh, just get out of my way. And she tried to go around Doggy. Doggy said, I'm going to have to stop you. Kitty said, oh, just try it. Okay. Doggy put out one paw and lightly tapped Kitty's shoulder and knocked her to the ground. <clears throat> no fair, Meow Me. You've got a stupor suit. Yep, and I'm going to use it to guard this statue from now on. Kitty went, and she slumped away into the woods. What can I do? Then she got an idea. Okay, I know. I'll apologize to Doggy, and then we can go back home. And then tomorrow night, I'll sneak out of yesterday's macaroni with more dynamite and come out here and blow the statue up. So Kitty returned to the clearing, and she said, I'm sorry, Doggy. You're right. We should just go home and leave this statue alone. And I'm uh, sorry I compared you to the old Doggy. Doggy said, okay, good, yeah, I don't want to fight with you. Kitty said, me either, old buddy. So in the morning, they said goodbye to Queen Gara and Prince Shakari. And the queen said, thank you for blessing us with your presence and for guarding our statue. Kitty said, of course, Meowmi. And then Kitty and Doggy went back to yesterday's macaroni together. But that night, Kitty snuck out of bed. She grabbed the last of the dynamite and one exploding tomato from Whiskers' room. She left the mountain and crept through the dark woods until she reached the statue. There were two guards standing there. Oh no, Meow Meow, I don't want to have to fight them. Oh, I got an idea. She took the exploding tomato and threw it into the forest on the other side of the clearing. Oh! The guards ran towards the noise. What was that? Are we under attack? 
Then the statue was left unguarded. Kitty said yes, and she rushed forward and started placing the dynamite sticks down. But then somebody said, Kitty, what are you doing? It was Prince Shakari. Kitty went, um, are you the one who's trying to blow up the statue? Not exactly, Meowmi. I just saw you putting the dynamite down. Then Queen Gara came out of the woods, followed by many of her friends and helpers. What was that explosion? Shakari said, Kitty's the one who's trying to blow up the statue. What? The stick people stared at Kitty angrily. Kitty said, uh, <laughs> Meow Meow, I'll just go home now. Sorry for disturbing your sleep. The queen said, no, you are not going home. You are under arrest. And her guards readied their spears. And Kitty said, okay, listen, listen. Mama herself says that she doesn't like the statue. She doesn't allow anyone to make images of her. She says the artworks can never be beautiful enough. So she told me to blow it up. The queen and her son looked at each other. Gara said, but why would the queen of the forest in the sky care about silly stuff like that? Kitty said, I don't know, Miami. She's a goddess. Those are her rules. Prince Shakari looked up at the statue and sighed. I did all this work, too. And his mom placed a comforting arm around his shoulders. But then the prince smiled and said, Well, there's no name on the base of the statue yet. Maybe I'll just say this is a statue of a different goddess. Kitty said, hmm, That might work. But who? Didn't your friend meet an underworld goddess named Zinda? Kitty looked up at the beautiful statue and said, Uh, yeah, but I don't think she looked anything like that. Queen Gara said, Well, what about Emera? The mention of the name gave Kitty a funny feeling inside, like almost remembering an important dream. Who's Emera, Meowmi? Oh, she is the goddess of the dream world in some of our oldest legends. Shakari said, Yeah, I always loved Emera in those old stories. And so he carved the name Emera into the base of the statue, and it became a statue of Mama no longer. Kitty headed home the next morning, and on the way back, Mama appeared overhead. Mmm, why didn't you destroy the statue yet? Kitty said, oh, it turns out it's not a statue of you after all. Mmm, but who else could it be? Kitty said, well, read the name on the base. It's Emera, goddess of the dream world. Mama hummed angrily. Mmm, but why would they make a statue of her instead of me? And Kitty said, oh, for crying out loud, Mama. Well, that's the end of the story, The Forbidden Statue. The next story is called, Some Things Are Better Left Unknown. Goodbye.